party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host, as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I sit down with game designer Russell Collins to continue our game of Project Wingspan. We pick up with our hero Klaus Winberg, military veteran turned cyborg super soldier, as he balances the war with the enemy with the war at home. Now before we dive in, I wanted to take time to say one thing. Self-care and self-love are radical and defiant acts. Please make sure you're taking the time today to love yourself and to take care of yourself. You deserve it, and I love you, and I'm there for you. And if you ever need reminded of any of that, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, party people. Now, without any further ado, and because my throat is on fire, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I'm sitting back down with Russell Collins. Bro, Russell, thank you so much for coming back. Oh, sure, sure. Great to uh, continue this story. Um, I love, you know, uh, uh, Klaus so far, and I'm hoping to see uh, more fun as we uh, take him forward into the future. Yeah, I'm really excited to dive back in. I think that uh, there's there's parts of the game that we haven't explored yet, and there's uh, and really, I, I wanted to dive into the campaign parts of play. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I'm really excited. So, let's uh, let's recap briefly what happened last time. On Project sure. Wingspan, and then we'll uh, mm-hmm. dive in from there. Okay. Uh, well, we introduced Klaus. Um, Klaus, Klaus uh, Winberg. Winberg, yes. Okay. Our uh, former veteran uh, who has returned to the Army as part of Project Wingspan. Um, we went through his introductory scenes where we sort of cemented his uh, his duty, believing that uh, age should never be an obstacle. We, we uh, explored his hope that uh, he wants to... Uh, you know, rescue people and protect them even and above uh, the, the purpose of the mission. Right. And then we flew him out on his first uh, combat uh, sortie to uh, 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 rescue the people of a little hamlet from a tank and its crew. And it went, then, it went well. It went very well. Too well. A little too well. A little too well. A little too, too well. well. Yeah, things blew up big, but, uh, you know, might have gotten a little overexcited. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. That's that. that that'll happen. Uh, and then flew back home to uh, contend with a few... Uh, Issues back there. I mean, obviously, you know, trying to get closer to uh, Hannah, um, yep. Hannah Breen. Um, See, so might be a little romance in the future there. Uh, but also to deal with uh, some things like, um, let's see, oh, Brand Wassler being an absolute jerk and pushing people around. Um, I felt particularly good about that one. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. But that did lead to uh, Nilla, um, your boss, uh, giving you a little bit of a warning because, you know, when... Uh, when an old man, a retiree, comes out of retirement and then, you know, can take a punch from a, uh, you know, a young buck uh, without flinching, people start wondering, what's what's going on here? Is there more than just, uh, you know, than just Klaus um, having a second wind? I mean, has he been involved in some secret government experiment that's turned him into a super cyborg? Uh, Maybe. Nothing like that, I'm sure. <laughs> He's just a strong old man. It happens. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, right before the ending, he had been called off. He was in the middle of a picnic with Hannah and Marta, and had been called off to duty mm-hmm. by um, his commander. By yeah. yeah, by the commander, mm-hmm. Commander Boza, who uh, yeah was originally your recruiter, got yes. you involved, and now uh, sort of my handler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so we're opening up on I believe him getting ready to blast off again. Yes. Yes. So uh, Boza has filled you in on the very basics as they drove you back out to the scrapyard, um, and you know they. Uh, uh, I've outlined that there's apparently um, an assault going on uh, on a port town. Uh, there was a blockade, and now it seems that uh, some enemy um, ships are breaking through and trying to make a beachhead. Um, 
And they quickly quickly give you the, all this information as they hustle right, you out sure. into the scrapyard, hand you the uh, the uh, activation injector. Um, you fire that off, and then you know there's that sort of bizarre, almost supernatural experience mm-hmm. of the little machines um, flying out from under your skin, spinning around in the air around you, collecting all the bits and pieces, and mm-hmm. bringing them back and building you into your armor, building you yeah. into your weapon form so that you'll, you know, um, you'll become the rocket man again in order to uh, fight off the enemies yeah, right. of uh, of Morovia. I think it's a little bit harsher looking this time. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think he's a little bit angrier to be here and I think he's a little bit angrier to be, he's a little bit angrier because he's been pulled away from something that he cares mm-hmm. about for a change. So I think that the look of it is, it's still like, he's still got wings, it's mm-hmm. still sort of jet themed, but it's a little bit more of a fighter plane and a little bit less of it, like a little bit less smooth. Maybe it's got more obvious guns on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got sharper edges, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, let's um, assign your uh, upgrades. Sure. You've still got a machine of two, so you have two upgrades. Um, right. You can put them wherever you want. I mean, every time you form into the weapon again, you can shift them around from place to place. Right. Um, and if you remember, they, they add a, a bonus point either to one of your uh, talents or to one of the skills right. that you use under a talent. Or two points, sorry, under a skill you use with that talent. I think we're going to go with, going along with like the anger mm-hmm. and the guns, I'm going to go with focused mm-hmm. and deft. So focused. a plus one dice to focused and a plus two to deft. Okay, good. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... So once you've finished your transformation into the slightly more edgy, angry version of uh, the Rocket Man, um, the uh, radio picks up. Commander Burza uh, explains to you the, the location, and you fly off, heading due south, uh, straight towards uh, Port City uh, of um, I believe it was Illage was the name I'd written down. So All yes, right. uh, flying down to Illage, Port City, to see what kind of disaster they have waiting for you there. Excellent, excellent. Okay. So the battle has uh, been in progress um, for a, a couple hours now All by right. the time you arrive. Uh, it's you know waning on into the afternoon. The sun is uh, starting to set, and the uh, the light is um, uh, is stained, sort of uh, sure. a crimson sure. from all the smog and smoke and particles kicked up into the air from shelling and explosions and, and so on. That's sort of given an angry cast to the light over the uh, over the port city. Um, the Morovian navy uh, has been doing their best to try and, and, and uh, hold back these forces from making their beachhead. You can see several battleships off the shore now, which are smoldering. Um, you know, it looks like a couple of them have been practically demolished by, by the attack, and now smaller boats have broken through and are making their way toward the shore. A few have landed already, and uh, there are you know troops from the uh, Hansen armies uh, spreading out, trying to establish their beachhead. The, the, the town itself is mostly uh, hills and okay. uh, windy roads, which has been great for the defense. They've got guns, you know, sure. placed up in the hills, and they're, you know, shelling uh, uh, down the beach. Um, you know, uh, uh, Morovian forces just, you know, rolling back and forth through the streets trying sure. to uh, secure the defense. Sure, sure, sure. Now, the greatest danger, the greatest threat, the one that Boza points out to you right away, is that the enemy uh, have deployed jet fighters from one of their offshore uh, platforms. Okay. And, uh, that's going to be the biggest problem. Things like the tanks and the troops they can hold down on the beach. Right. But if those fighters can get above them, hit them with a few strafing runs or, or uh, uh, launch rockets onto them, well, that's going to be a disaster. Uh, they've got their anti-air guns firing away, but if uh, they could get you to attack them directly, you might be the best the best bet to sure, get rid of the, the jets. Yeah. That seems like my element. 
Okay. Now, being a being a former fighter pilot, this is probably where this is. Yeah, yeah where I you certain, belong. I certainly feel. Mm-hmm. I, I I hear him say like you know target the fighters, and I'm like I'm like yeah, obviously. What did you think I was going to do? <laughs> Excellent. So the Hornet uh, jet fighters um, are rather new innovation for the Hansons. You know, they've done away with prop planes and all that sort of sure. thing. So now they have these these sort of sleek uh, designs to them. You know, they're, they're basically flying arrowheads um, with, you know, uh, uh, pods of uh, rocket launchers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or rocket shells, you know, uh, attached to the undersides and, uh, you know, big machine guns come out sure. of the front. Very angry looking things. And they're already begun buzzing over the the battlefield and strafing ones. There are uh, two of them uh, that you can make out of sort of the lead of, uh, of this attack. Um, so you, of course, already flying, right. shift your angle and uh, start to move in on them. Yeah. Um, so, how do you want to? Uh, how do you want to? How do you want to engage with these um, enemy uh, enemy vehicles? I think the first thing I'm going to want to do is uh, get them to pay attention to me and not people below. Mm-hmm. So if I could target one of them through uh, perhaps like a formulate some sort of a, perhaps a battering ram or a mm. cow catcher or a blade to sort of like slice through one mm. to get, the, you know, something something mm-hmm. direct that puts me in their eye line that also lets me target one of the planes. Okay, so you want to get in close. Yeah, you I wanna... want to get in close on one and mm-hmm. then try to set, and then try to pull away to take out the others. Okay. Well, the um, challenge of fighting a jet fighter is eight. Um, right. They have two buffs. Uh, in this case, um, the rocket barrage isn't really going to affect you because sure. you're trying to get past the rocket barrage. So the fact that they are capable of fast, evasive maneuvers, however, is a is a buff they have that's probably going to knock down your your dice. Sure. Bit. Yeah, attacking one of them will definitely get the uh, the attention of the other. Uh, if you wanted to try, um, you know, a, a, an action to debuff to remove the mm. ability of its evasive maneuvers, you could do that. Or you could just go right for it. I mean, your power level for this battle is 40, because there okay. are a lot of people down there, sure. a, lot of, a lot of things going on. So you've got the energy to spend on actions, but um, going in for something direct like this might not necessitate that. You might just get in there and hit them. Yeah, right. I think that's what I'm going to do, is just try to hit the one, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm just going to take the one debuff. Okay. And try, try to hit the one, get the other one's attention. See what I can do. Okay. Well, this is definitely a fit action, so pick up your hand of four okay, dice. Four dice. Four dice for that. We'll roll them, and we'll find the high, high right. value. And we have got... Three. We've got two threes. And two ones. Yeah. Well, those two... The three... The, the pairs are good, because the two right. threes uh, combine to create a four. All right. So you've actually got a four as a base there. All right. Now, you're... Leaping in quickly. I don't know that this is a strong attack. It seems more like a deft okay. attack to me. So that actually bumps it up to a six with your deft, and an you also with upgrade. Yes, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You upgraded that with the eight. So you've got an eight. You've got right. the number that you need in order to hit them. Yeah, that's the challenge number is the eight. So yeah, you've got the number you need okay. in order in order to hit one of them. So uh, you do. Okay. Great. Uh, that'll that'll take that one out. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and fill me in on the details so, of this. Um, yeah. So the way it works is I see the one. I see the two jets, and I kind of grit, I kind of close my fist, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I, I, I start, uh, like, I start just flying at it, sort of, I don't really have a plan to start out, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm just flying in, and I'm going to hit it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. 
And thankfully, the machine um, kind of covers for me by making this big, like, uh, just like a, a blade on the front. Like, mm-hmm. it emerges from maybe between my shoulder blades and goes over, like, over my head. Mm-hmm. So I fly in and I sort of, like, buzzsaw the one in half. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then it, like, and then I kind of, like, slow down and sort of do a few, like, loop-de-loos in the air mm-hmm. as though to clearly make my presence known to the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely got his attention. Yeah, the the, uh, the plane has been basically scissored in half. Um, yeah. The pilot bursts out of his ejection, his ejection chair and uh, starts floating down as the uh, pieces of the plane tumble away. Now, you hit the um, challenge right on. So that is a pass, meaning uh, that uh, there's no extra points either right. way. So you don't gain any any uh, uh, joy from the Great. success, but there's no you know uh, collateral damage being done either, which is nice. That is that is except that is very nice. Yeah, want to? I'm trying to get through this with as much little collateral damage as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in other things, you rolled a uh, high. Your high die roll was a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though you mashed it with another one for a four, the, the die still showed a three. Right. So that's three from the power. Okay. Of your uh, from your your machine's power. So you've got thirty seven power left. If okay. You fight. All right. Yeah. So I am dancing around a little bit mm-hmm. to try and get its attention. Oh, you've got it. Yeah. And then once it starts uh like flying at me, I'm going to uh, attempt to hit a like a loop de loop mm-hmm. get behind it and then target it with maybe a rail with like a rail gun mm, okay or snipe or like a like an air rifle or something well this guy's definitely i mean he's he's trying to dogfight with you he's right. trying to get around behind he's and he seems completely flustered by the fact that in order to turn you you know you have much more control right. than he does he's got one big engine and a couple of wings you've got multiple engines you can switch on and switch off you've got multiple wings that right. you're even able to like you know just change the shape of them as you yeah. move uh meaning you're much more maneuverable than him well i mean trying to just shoot him down though you still have to deal with his evasive maneuvers right uh and since I, he has two buffs he's also going to be uh he's also go- going at you with uh, the machine gun cannons sure so there are those two buffs that he has on his side now if you want to try and outmaneuver him, like you were saying, yeah. that would be a debuff to try and take away his evasive, the effectiveness of yeah, his evasive maneuvers. Yeah, I think maneuvers. that's exactly what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Okay, yeah, well, let's let's do that before okay. we get into actually sure. you know, shooting him down. Sure. Um, so that is, we are flying stuff around. We're, we're still fit because we're still flying sure. things. In fact, we're, we're still being deft as well because okay. we are, you know, getting all evasive and trying to avoid uh, uh, that kind of thing. So it's fit. But because he's got his evasive maneuvers, let's let's drop one die sure. from that. All right. Okay, so we've got three, three. dice. Mm-hmm. I got a six. Oh, there we go. Cool. So there's our six. That's a ten total. Oh, ten total. Yep. That'll uh, that'll knock out the evasive maneuvers. Uh, so yeah, you're okay. You know, you you basically got him tied in knots. Yeah, he can't yeah. keep up with you. He can't change direction as quickly as you. He's trying to get behind your tail, but you're able to just leap behind him. You know. Uh, uh, just and that's, I, I think that's, that's where I want him to be. I want mm-hmm. him to be mm-hmm. flustered and to be more, I don't want him to be so flustered that he's gonna give up and just try to like, mm-hmm. focus on other things. I, I want him exactly flustered enough to keep trying. So maybe there are points where I slow down a little <laughs> bit and I let him like close in and then like dance around him. Yeah, you bait him, uh, you yeah. bait him into, into coming, coming close. Okay, cool. So, let's see, that will, um, yeah, that takes out his, his evasive maneuverability. Okay. Um, so that's dealt with. Now your um, do do do. Trying to figure out did we trigger one of your 
And we tr did we trigger your chance to gain joy off that? Well, you're, you're trying to pull this guy away from attacking other people. Yeah, I think I that say, really, that, I think that feeds your hope. So go I think ahead it does, yeah. Give yourself another point of joy. Right. We are filling that meter up right quick. Great. So that's good. Yeah, so you've got uh, you got him dead to rights. You can uh, fire away, um, and uh, he won't really have any any buffs to yeah. use against you. You'll be able to roll the full hand. All right. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Well, that's focused, so, so that's, that's four dice. Four dice plus one of my upgrades. It's going to make it five dice. Oh, well, that's actually a plus one that's added. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's just yeah. a bonus point. Right, gotcha. Sorry. gotcha, yep. gotcha, gotcha. So the four dice. So four dice. Mm -hmm. I got a six. Okay. Which makes a six. Uh, is that a, That's observant, correct? Yes. So that's going to be that's going to be a ten again. Ten again. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, the railgun cannon um, lines up perfectly, and uh, with one shot, you pierce straight through the center of the uh, of the uh, the um, jet. Now, let's talk a little bit about these joy points. Yes. Because uh, joy points can be used to buy a result up or down. Right now, you're gonna demolish jet. Right. That jet is going to explode in the air, huge fireball, you know, massive explosion, all that kind of deal. And um, that's also going to up the anger right. results in Morovia. People are going to see these huge, you know, Fire. displays yeah. of, of these vulgar displays of power, and it's going to get people riled up in potentially dangerous ways. So what you can do here is if you want to spend the two points of joy, you can actually buy that 10 down to an 8, making it a pass result rather than a win Result. I think that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I think mm -hmm. that I think that I'm gonna maybe zoom, maybe like take aim, mm -hmm. like where I've got him to where I could like take him out, mm -hmm. and then maybe slightly turn it slightly askew, take out a wing, mm -hmm. like you know, take aim, take the time to make sure that I'm not going too far. No, mm -hmm. oh, exactly. All right, yeah, you um, you line that shot up perfectly. I mean, you can see how you could blast straight into the yeah. fuel supply and just detonate the thing in the air, but. By you know shifting your aim ever so slightly, you slice through uh, one of the wings, uh, and the plane begins to lose altitude right away, just sort of wavering and fluttering as the pilots you know trying to yeah. pull it back up, but it's just sort of coasting now, gliding in down toward the bay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So that takes care of the jet fighter. Burze is quite happy with this. And, uh, primary targets eliminated. <sighs> Let's see. Your power level. You've spent fifteen power now. You rolled those two sixes, which was you know six power each time. Right. So we, we've taken 15 off your power, but you've still got 25 left, which is which should be enough uh, for uh, Burza to give you a secondary target, which is the landing transport. One of those big landing transports is heading in towards the coast, um, and, you know, the, the troops are, you know, firing shells out at trying to, to stop the, the advance of this thing, but it's just barreling through the fire. Um, and on the back of it, are actually four of these walking tanks. They're not the big hulking one like you, you, you right. faced in the town before, but if these four things can hit the beach, then they can uh, make quick progress up into the uh, into the surrounding buildings. And walkers themselves are a lot more maneuverable, right? Meaning that they can outrun the tanks that are you know trying to roll back and forth and, and you know get around the tight corners of the uh, of the city streets. All right. So your uh, your orders from Burza are to stop that landing transport. Somehow stop okay. it from landing and stop it from deploying those uh, those walker units that are you know uh, perched on its back. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm in the air. Mm -hmm. I've taken out the jet. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get a sight. Just get try to like close in enough mm -hmm. that I could take aim and fire. But I want to get a view of them to figure out exactly 
mm-hmm. what I need to do to get a clean shot on them first. Sure. All right. Well, yeah, you can fly down a little closer and take a look. Or, I mean, well, one of the great things about the machine is it, it you know, when you start thinking about things like, gosh, I wish I could get a better look, you know, you, the focus of your eyes right. changes ever so slightly as the little, you know, the little machines begin cybernetically augmenting your vision or, or popping a little uh, right. viewfinder lens down for you or whatever. They'll do they'll do what, what they need in order to make you the most uh, efficient uh, machine on the battlefield. Well... If the danger is the walkers, there are four of them on the back. They're probably not, they're not as heavily armored as, uh, as the other stuff. They're probably a little, you know, weaker if you wanted to try and take them out. Okay. Um, the lamp, the transport itself, though, is a big, heavily armored thing. It's actually got smokescreen projectors that it's switched on to try and make itself harder to hit. There are sure. anti-aircraft guns on the back of it. If you want to try and smash this thing, you could try, you know, uh, destroying the engines on it. Or, you know, just putting a nice big hole in the side to, uh, you know, to, to, to force it to take on enough water that it'll ground out before it actually reaches uh, the beach itself to deploy. Um, it's going to be harder. I mean, if you want to barrel at the transport, you're going to be dealing with a much higher challenge and a greater danger of buffs. If you want to try and deal with the walkers, you could probably, you know, hit, you could hit them more more readily, but there are four of them. So there right. are four separate targets that would have to be dealt with as opposed to the one big thing. I think I'm going to go for the walkers. Mm-hmm. I think I've got the power. Mm-hmm. I've got the power left that I think I could could no, I could take them out okay. before I run out of power. Sure. Sounds good. So I'm going to try to take a shot at them from a distance, sort mm-hmm. of maybe even do like a strafing run on them. Mm-hmm. Hit them with a few with like a few maybe bombs or machine guns or the like. Okay. Now, they have a challenge of seven. They normally have okay. two buffs, but because of the way you're approaching them, uh, most of that stuff doesn't really help them. Also, they're immobilized while they're on the transport. So I think the only buff that they have, they're actually going to take the buff from the transport of the smoke screen, okay. which is there to just obscure vision and make it harder for people to, to target sure. them. So that will uh, cost you one die from your hand here. Now, okay. this is a focused action since we're shooting. So focused and observant. I think that's, so that seems like the right stuff for Yeah, four. so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I don't know that I need to take a debuff action before I open fire on No, the I mean, if you want to, you can take the action to basically nullify the smoke screen. Maybe the machine can find some way to alter your vision so you can see through mm-hmm. it or something that's like that. That's true. That's, uh, you know, but that's the thing. If you're okay rolling three dice instead of four, then... I think you'll... the odds of me getting a seven... Like close to a seven on that should be pretty. I should be should be pretty close. Yeah, your observant is high, and uh, I've got the plus to mo- and I got the focus. Mm-hmm, yeah, upgrade. you got another plus. So you've already you're already adding four to this. Yeah, role. so I just need to get a three. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna and you've got joy to spend too. If, yeah, if, uh, if you if you fall short. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and take those shots on mm-hmm. the first one. Okay. I got a five. Five. Good. Good. So that's a six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. So I am going to. Now, there are seven. Yeah. So you can I'm, let it sit at nine, or you can try and buy it, you know, down if you're worried about too much collateral damage. You can buy it down by one. Okay. Wait, does it... No. Yeah. Does it make a difference maybe if it's up by one or two, or does it, is it a win is a win? A win's a win. Then uh, I mean, if you wanted to... You would have it down by two. the two. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'll make it a pass. So that's yeah. a neat, clean strike. No, um, no, you know, crazy uh, overblown. Damage. Right. All right. Obviously, they're not expecting you. They can't see right. through the smoke nearly as well <laughs> themselves. Uh, they're, they're sort of motoring towards the uh, towards the shoreline, hoping for the best. Um, yeah, and you uh, swoop overhead, and with a clean shot, you uh, shoot through the actuators of mm-hmm. uh, one of the walking tanks, and it just sort of you know uh, 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 shudders where it is, and then just tips over to one side as it can no longer keep its balance. Yeah. Crashes against the uh, the side of the boat and tumbles over into the water. 
you know, through the smoke, you can see the crew running around trying to right. know what the hell happened, what's going on. You know, they don't know where they don't know where this shot came from. Now, I think the next thing I'm going to do, mm-hmm. um, I while I'm not worried about like my own power, I'm worried about the the ship getting too close mm-hmm. the, to the shore. So I'm going to do a little bit like I did with the other with the with the jets, where mm-hmm. I'm going to like make my presence known, maybe fly it, maybe do a quick like circle, mm-hmm. um, make my make my intentions of doing another strafing run known to make sure that that they are maybe like focusing their efforts on taking me out before rather than completing the beachhead. Okay. Let's see. Well, you really want to be trying... You're trying to basically get the transport distracted from their course, right? Yeah. All right. You've got 20 power left, so there's plenty of time to do this, uh, or plenty of energy to do this. Um, The landing transport still has three buffs, and it's still a challenge of 11, because, you know, they don't don't really Mm. want to stop for anything. Uh, So it's going to be tricky to do. I mean, they've got the smoke Mm. screen up, but that probably doesn't... I don't know. That might actually obscure things from them trying to find... to recognize you being up there as well. Uh, they do have anti-aircraft guns on this thing that they are now trying. Now that they're trying to look for something to shoot, maybe I am going to focus still on the walkers. I, 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 I think that's yeah. the best option. I say stick with the walkers. Now that's probably the easier, easier, yeah. easier thing to do with the transport. I mean, if you want to go for it, you can, but it's going to be it's going to be a lot tougher. And I think tough. I can I can knock off at least another walker or two mm-hmm. before I run out of power. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay, is do a loop back and mm-hmm. the same exact plan of just like another strafing run. Sure tumbling back and forth to sort of take okay. the best advantage of that. Now, they've got their machine guns up now, so, you know, they're firing back, so you're going to have to uh, drop a die from sure. the, uh, the focus roll. Actually, wait, the, the smoke screen's still up, too. So you're going to have to drop two, two dice, dice for this roll I now. can... Yeah, so I think what I'm going to do is, mm-hmm. um, with the machine, mm-hmm. try to, instead of just shooting a machine gun or a rifle, mm-hmm. try to put together some sort of, like, heat-seeking missile. Mm. Like some sort of thermal targeting thing to target specifically the crew of the walker, like to zoom in on that, to get past the smoke screen, mm-hmm. to focus specifically on that mm-hmm. before I take out anything else. Sure. So that'll put me back at three, which is close, which is pretty easy to get a seven. Right. So then I'm gonna so I'm gonna fire that missile. I'm gonna zoom in and fire that missile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fire away. I got a six. Oh, there's that six. So that's a ten. I can't bump that down, so I'm just gonna take the Take the win. Okay, that's fine. All right, yeah. So, like you said, heat-seeking missile launches out, arcs down. They're sort of stunned by this. Um, seeking missiles are new technology, and, you know, you've read about it, you've heard about mm-hmm. it, it's a great thing, and now suddenly you can just conjure them up at will. Which, yeah. Uh, pre- pretty impressive, and seems to have startled them that this small craft that's come out of nowhere is now, you know, firing, a, a, you know, a high... Um, high-tech advanced ordnance down on them. Um, another one of the walkers you know, explodes into uh, into flame. Uh, the ship is actually listing to one side now, just from the uh, you know the impact. Um, the crew is scrambling around frantically on the deck, trying to figure out what to do as that that walker uh, collapses onto the ship further, now spreading the flames around. Uh, that does cause one more point of chaos. You can take two more before the anger in the world right. rises, so we're okay with that. Yeah, uh, and that six power. Uh, brings you to, what is it? What am I at? I'm at 26 power now. So, so about 14 left. left. Yep. All, All right. right. So there's two walkers remaining, 14 power left. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the boat is, is still trying to make their way to the beach. There are standard troops on board, but obviously right. they won't be any any good uh, uh, dealing with things like the tanks and the, and the guns. Mm. It's still just the danger of these walkers that could, you know, mm. hop up on the beach and, and speedily make their way to the offensive Yeah. Lines. 
So I think I'm going to keep targeting the walkers. Mm-hmm. If I could, if I can target one in a way that could even further tip over the tip over the ship, mm-hmm. that might be super. That might be helpful because then, if it's starting to list, that means that it won't take a whole lot of effort to top the to capsize the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So that might be my plan is to try to shoot it from the side that will make the walker fall over mm-hmm. to onto the side where it's starting to list to really force it to. To force it to flip. Hmm. I'm wondering if that's actually sort of a combined action where you're trying to attack the walker, but also sort of debuff the um, the lander. Mm-hmm. So what I think I might do is actually have you roll for two actions okay. to do that. First will be to shoot the walker. Sure. And after you, if you've successfully destroyed it, then I think we're going to be rolling for a debuff okay. to see if you can get the ship itself to lose some of its sure. ability from that it. makes sense. So that is going to be two actions. Sure. That, uh, well, you know, let's see how it goes with shooting at the yeah. shooting the walker out. All right, you can fire more of your heat-seeking missiles. Yeah, I think that that works so far. Mm-hmm. If it ain't broke, uh, I got a three, so that's seven. Seven, good. That's that the number you want to hit. Boom. All right. Yeah, these uh, these uh, rockets are doing quite well for you. You're gonna have to remember this trick. Um, yeah. Another uh, uh, of the uh, walkers uh, yeah. demolished. Um, this one again, nice and clean, quick. You know, you, you sort of clip mm-hmm. the top off of it, which explodes in the air and then tumbles down into the water. The uh, the ship is definitely rocking back and forth now from explosions on one side and then on the other. Uh, why don't we go ahead and see how this affects it? Now, right. the, let's see. So we're trying to basically tip the thing over. I think this is actually still a focused action, but it doesn't matter that it has a smoke screen or anti aircraft guns or whatever. This you're going to get to roll your full. Okay. Focused amount, and actually, I don't know. This is observant. This might be more intellectual. Okay. Honestly, so let's let's see what comes of that. Let's okay. see what comes of that. Four d six plus two. Mm-hmm. I got a six. You got two sixes. two sixes, so that's a seven. So a that's seven. an eight nine. Nine. Hmm. Well, getting this ship to fall over is going to require an eleven, though. So right. I don't know. I don't, if you can I only buy have that the one joy. So you it's can't not really going to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid that's not going to. All right. Not going to happen. So the ship, yeah, is. Swaying from side to side, from side, and, and you actually see, you know, it tips to the point that it starts to take on water from one side before swinging back over the other way, sure. and they manage to right it. The boat is, the boat is still coming in. Ah, you know, if your sense of timing had been just a little fact, better, maybe it could have... Yeah. Ah, well. The tide and the sea is a harsh mistress. Yes, yes. So that is a failure, so you do get a point of pain for that. Of pain? So make a note uh, that okay. you yep. one of those. Point of pain. Mm-hmm. So far, now you don't have to worry yet about um, too much of that. Uh, right. If you get another point of pain, it's actually going to cross the threshold of your machine, meaning the machine is going to say, "Hey, uh, why? You know, like, let, let's not do that anymore." Yeah, right. And we'll, and we'll upgrade itself to to stop right. to stop losing. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, there's still that one walker left. Uh, okay. The landing transport is still trying to get there with it. Uh, it's certainly much reduced threat now, but uh, you know, still, right, still, well, still on the mission to get. I'm gonna rid of need it. to take out that last walker. Yep, I think I'm pretty close to out of power, but I think I've got at least one shot left with these missiles. Yeah, let's see where you at now. Thirty-two. Yeah, yeah you've yeah, got eight. Pow- you've got eight power left. You can definitely so take I can take, take it shot. out. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take this thing out. I'm okay. gonna one last heat-seeking missile. Mm-hmm. Zoom in, take aim, and fire. Okay. Uh, is it still getting that smoke? Yeah, it's still getting yeah, that smoke. Yeah, it still has the smoke. We haven't done a debuff to get rid All of the right. smoke, so it's still there. Well, that is a six. All right. So that is a ten. So that is... Yeah, that is that a is ten. That is a dead walker. Yep. That is a dead walker. Boom. Okay, yeah. Now uh, the last walker. 
explodes, and this one actually takes a chunk out of the side of the boat, uh, which is still steaming towards the shore, but now with practically nothing to show for it when it arrives. Um, yeah, the walkers are all smashed and chunks of them tumbling over the side into the sea. That does upgrade the chaos by one point, mm -hmm. but it hasn't gone over the anger yet, so it's not a permanent increase to great. the world's uh, great, great, chaos. Great. Basically, that's my main concern. Mm -hmm. Basically, just a temporary point. Sure, sure, sure. So you can you can undo that hopefully with uh, with some with some good luck later. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to try. That's what that's where my focus is going to be is keeping that keeping that anger low. Okay. Well, save that six. Yep. So you've managed to come in under budget power wise. Um. Uh. Yeah. Burza is back on the uh, on the comms. Excellent work. Uh. Looks like our energy levels are, are running low, so I want you to fly back uh, to Scrapyard, and we will um, reset, get you back uh, uh, into town. Um, yeah, this is great. You've done good stuff here. I think this will hold them back. If nothing else, it'll make, uh, well, fewer lives will be lost defending that beach. That's, that is all that matters. Great. And he flies back. I think he flies back silent. He lands silent. Mm -hmm. He takes the, takes the uh, car back to town silent. Mm-hmm. I think he is he's not in a mood to talk to people. Gotcha. Alright. Well, yeah, um the battle did go well, uh, for Morovia. Um, you know, you read about it in the newspapers the next day and they're talking about this new uh weapon, the Rocket Man Pro you know, system, which mm -hmm. is apparently the, the product of this this Project Wingspan initiative that the uh, the you know Morovian government is very proud to introduce to the people and something. This is the this is the technology that's going to win us the war. You've seen it proven now in this, you know, in this uh, uh Amazing uh, display. You know the, uh, the the beachhead landing was stopped short. The uh, forces, you know, there were were pushed back out into the ocean. Um, yeah, you know, the town took some hits. You know, the town uh, mm -hmm. Illages is a bit worse for wear, but um, you know, the, the enemy have not taken that town. Right. So there's a celebratory news, and a lot of people are you know, happy to, to hear this. But it's also made the war a lot more real. Right. To people, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's closer now. Yeah, the more right, these things happen, sure. the more it builds up in people's minds. Um, but we're back in town now. We're back in Idle. Um, it's been a couple of days since then. Um, you know, you've sort of slipped back into the 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 routine of the evening job and trying to see Hannah when you can. Mm -hmm. uh, Marta's actually going to be shipping out today, um, so mm -hmm. you and Hannah have gone down to the town square where uh, you can see Marta and Brand and a couple other um, young folks from in town are all there. They're wearing their um they're wearing their their uniforms they're like their privates uniforms which are um you know uh, uh right you know of the era a little more a little more formal than what sure. we would expect from sure. a soldier shipping out you know they've got like you know, a lot of brass buttons on yeah. their uh, on their jackets and caps and all that sort of thing so they're they're all you know lined up there as the uh, recruitment officer is you know uh, walking up and down and kind of making a making a ceremony. Right. Of uh, picking I, them up and, and I think I'm wearing my I think I'm wearing my military like my formals as well. Mm -hmm. I think I have I think I am part I am trying to especially after uh talking to Nilla, I think I'm trying to uh look blend in and I think part of that is not flaunting it but celebrating the mil my military past mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. almost as a way to cover up my military present. Gotcha. I like I, I like that. Cool. So, um, yeah, the, uh, um, there's some, you know, tearful goodbyes. Mm -hmm. Um, you're kind of, in a way, uh, uh, you know, the, the look, the only looks you can afford brand are generally sort of, uh, 
Yeah. Kind of glad to see you go, buddy. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's hard to look at him as anything other than a bully now. But, right. Uh, you know, it seems like at least he's trying to, to do something uh, of some value. You know, his his father, um, uh, Gene, is, you know, just kind of like putting on a brave face. But you can see he's nervous. He's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the same thing with Hannah. You know, seeing Marta put on this uniform and go off to, to fight. It, you know, before it was, oh, we're going to do something great for our country. Now, now it's... it's yeah, now we're now we're off to fight a war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, and especially after Iliad, it's it's going to be tricky. It's mm-hmm. going to be tricky to be super proud, right? So, um, yeah, they uh, they climb on board the uh, uh, the bus. Marta uh, stopping to give Hannah a hug and then to uh, shake your hand mm-hmm. and uh, tell you that if there's any funny business in her absence <laughs> when she comes back, she will clobber you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah. Keep it on the straight and narrow, old man. I will do my best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want better than your best. That's my mom we're talking about. I, I think when I say that, I like I give her a little bit of eyebrow. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll do my best. And I mm-hmm. give her an eyebrow. Because mm-hmm. she she puts up she she gives me a hard time, but we, oh, we know she likes it. Yep. You know she's you know she's she's how like seeing her mom happy. <laughs> Well, she climbs on the bus, um, opens up uh, the bus window, and uh, as the bus starts to roll away, Marta starts to sing the uh, Morovian national anthem. Mm-hmm. You hear the voices sure. in the bus start to join in with her, and they start singing as you know as it winds its way down, uh, you know, down the path away from right. the town square, out uh, out onto the main roads, and you know, the people in the square start singing along themselves. And as the uh, as the little crowd breaks up and people begin to spread out, they're mm-hmm. still humming a tune to themselves, making their way back to uh, back to work. Yeah, right. I think. So I think what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I think my, my first post-war action is mm-hmm. going to be um, using my, uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to make sure that everybody is okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a military man. I've seen people leave before. Mm-hmm. Never in a draft situation, never mm-hmm. in a war situation, but yeah. I've seen people leave before. Like, I've seen that bus leave. Gotcha. And I want to take some time with Hannah and take some time with Jean to, I guess, you know, like, comfort them and sort of be, like, maybe, you know, regale them with some, like, softer, softer military stories about, like, yeah, you know, we, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was a good experience and there was always a danger that something was going to happen, but, you know, we, we had each other's back and right. that was the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And to, like, sort of just assail, not assail their concerns or not, like, yeah, send them away, but just make sure that they're feeling better. Oh, yeah. I mean, trying to improve the mood back yeah, home is definitely right. a good use of, of your, your time and energy. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I think uh, just sort of spending some time with them. I mean, there, there are different ways we could go about this. I mean, if you still want to try and grow the relationship with Hannah some more, we could have sort of a bonding scene with her. If you just sort of want to have something more in general, like you could suggest, why don't we all get together for, you know, for a meal together and we could all just talk about this stuff. You know, you could have... Meet up with Jean, I, et, et cetera, et cetera. I think both of those sound good. I think <clears throat> if we had a bonding scene with Hannah, mm-hmm. as a bonding scene with Hannah, and then, because I, I, I want, her being okay is the most important thing to me. Gotcha. And then sort of proposing a more general, like, hey, let's, let's get together, you know, let's, let's all, let's all celebrate because we could use some, some festivity. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, yeah, I think that would help both of those. Okay. Well, and I think playing that role of the like 
almost a caretaker, uncle, grandpa figure. Mm-hmm. Probably helps me keep a pretty low profile. If that <laughs> makes me feel, you know, you know what I mean? Like that makes that that puts me in the light of more of a grandfather and less of a active figure. Right, right, right. It helps. Uh, helps with that. Um, helps keep up that appearance. <laughs> yeah, right, for sure. Okay. Uh, I've got twenty-five on the war clock for this. Okay, this might, might be a little, might be a short stay, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you wanted to have that scene first with Hannah. Yeah. Um, where do you, where do you go? Do you suggest going somewhere? Or do you just, um, you know, just, just see where she wants to go and just I, follow along? Yeah, I think that I'm gonna let I, I ask her specifically, like, what do you want? What do you want to do? Let's take a day for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do whatever you want to do today. Okay. There is a uh, a little uh, path up into the forest that goes up mm-hmm. towards one of the tops of uh, the mountains. It's a pretty, you know, steep space, so no one really, um, you know, uh, they don't they don't really not really built up. It's kind of used as like a little observation sure. point that looks sure. out over the town. And and she she says she always liked to go there with uh, with Marta when she was younger. So she wants to uh, to make the trek up there. That sounds great. Uh, Have a little picnic, mm-hmm. just yeah. like the ones we had at work. Gotcha. Now it's harder going for Hannah. Um, she, it's, you know, kind of a hike. Mm-hmm. You, sure. You're making your way along. You don't really feel it as much. I mean, you know, the machine is, is constantly working away inside right. and making you, making you more perfect. Um, but she has to stop frequently to catch her breath. Uh, and, you know, always comments that like, you know, it wasn't this steep, you know, mm-hmm. last time I was up here, I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, someone must have come around and, and, and changed, made these steps <laughs> taller or something. You know, Marta and I used to just, you know, zip right up and down this in a few minutes you know, so she's she's still making her way along. Um, every time you try to take the picnic basket from her, she insists that you're peeking and then, you know, tries to take it away from you. <laughs> you're getting this sort of overall feeling that I mean, she's she wants to do this for the way that things used to be. Sure, for sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of symbolic in that way to mm-hmm. her. Um, I yeah. think what I'm going to do is offer to help whenever I can. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to the both of us yeah. that if she wants to do this for the way they used to be, I certainly want to help with that. Mm-hmm. And I want, I think it's going to help her and it's going to help me both if we both feel fit and young and like we did a like a, a thing mm-hmm. today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's, so I'm going to like help her along however possible. Like if I have to put like an arm on her shoulder and kind of like... Mm-hmm. Like help her along, we give her something to lean on as I kind of like carry like carry her weight a little bit. It sounds like you're trying to empathize with her, yeah. Which is which is a bit of a tricky thing for you. Um, you've you've you know you you you're trying to open up more to people about that, but it's been right. It's been difficult in the past, but uh, it sounds like that's what you're you're trying to do. She she hmm. The difficulty for this with her is probably a six. Yeah, I don't think there are any buffs I want to throw at you for this. Okay. You know? I mean, we could say, like, oh, she's exhausted, and so she's not really in the right frame of mind for this. But, I mean, I'd, Klaus, you wouldn't let her get tired. No. You, you, I, would, gra- you, would, you would grab the picnic basket away from her yeah, before she yeah. gets exhausted. And I would I would mm-hmm. pick her up if it, if it came <coughs> If it comes to that, well, let's see how this die roll goes. That might tell us something. Sure. So, charming, two. Two dice. All right. Two sixes. Two sixes, right. So, there's that seven. Uh, and, yeah. With uh, I, I said the difficulty was a six, so you're yep. you're above that. So there we go. You you've won. Yep. Um. Yeah. Um. She really, you know, she really opens up. Mm-hmm. You're able to really get a, get a sense of of you know how she's feeling about all this, and really, uh, just sort of show how you're both on the same level. 
You know, uh, the 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 idea right was to sort of reassure her about yeah, for know, sure what this what this means, and you know, you so you can tell her a bit about how things were when you were mm. active as a soldier and and what that meant, and you know, kind of say like uh, uh, what you think that will mean to Marta, right? Yeah, and her safety and all of that, yeah, and part of it. Some some work stories that tie into that about how Marta is always the first one to step in for mm-hmm. work stuff and how that she's gonna. She's going to take to the military, and she's going to be just mm-hmm. fine. Gotcha. All that good stuff. All right. So, since that was a win, uh, I'm going to give you a point of joy to right. add, because your drive is to, you know, that age is not an obstacle yep. to duty, and I think that's that's been expressed there. Your uh, connection to, uh, to Hannah goes up by one. All right. So now that level is, uh, they know that, that bond with her is now a level two. Um, meaning the next time you spend some time with her and things go well, you can actually gain two points of joy instead of one from Excellent. the interaction because, you know, you're, you're closer to her now. Your, your bond and connection has been deepened Excellent. Uh, by that shared understanding. Um, and you rolled six, so I take the, on the war clock. All right. So yeah, it's an afternoon, uh, well spent. And, um, by the end of the evening, she doesn't mind quite so much as you carry, you know, the, the picnic basket and, and occasionally carry her down some of the steps, uh, sure. way back home afterward. Sure, sure, sure. Oh. So that's a, a, a nice evening. Now you said you wanted to try and follow up with Jean. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Okay. I think in a less, in a less personal sense, but mm-hmm. maybe Jean as representative of like the other parents of the town. You yeah. know what I mean? So you had suggested maybe putting together some sort of event, some sort of like thing that maybe, yeah, like maybe, maybe encouraging Hannah even to put together, you know, she's always, she's, she, she loved making those picnic baskets. So maybe we could put together a little like a town event. Yeah. A little, yeah. little feast or a little like dinner, well, church actually, dinner or something. Yeah. There's a, there actually, there's a, um, talk about a town, ta- town meeting coming up in a couple of days that, uh, everyone's saying that, you know, that, that, the the they're being asked by the central government that all towns have a, a meeting to do, disseminate some information. Sure. I mean, you know, the radio is constantly buzzing with, like, news about, you know, what's going on at the borders and, you know, where sure. the, the incursions are and all that. But uh, they st- they still want to have these, these you know, public town forums for people to... Uh, you know, to talk to their their elected representatives and yeah, do, do, right. do all of the all of the, the business of, of, of civics in wartime. Um, so the um, idea is maybe you can sort of piggyback on that, have like yeah. a, a big picnic, and then follow it up with a town meeting. That might be a good idea. Jean has been very hard to locate. Okay. Um, I mean, you you know, you've gone back to work. You've been working, um, you know, in in the the warehouses, moving all the stuff around. There's a lot more work to do now that Marta is gone, and a couple of the other. Young folks are no longer out in the field, so all of the, uh, you know, all the parents and uh, the kids and so on are, are now, you know, uh, picking up some extra, extra weights and extra sure. shifts. You know, it gets a little lonely some nights because no one else really seems to have come on for those those late sure. night uh, watches. Uh, you know, now that Marta's not there, uh, but Gene has been very difficult to locate. Like, you know, people, oh yeah, he just left, or oh he's not here, mm. and uh, you know, just just never able to. Uh, to catch up with him, uh, I guess you could sort of look for him, or you could just wait for him to turn up and see what, uh, what kind of a, a story comes along with that. I might uh, poke around a little bit, try mm-hmm. to keep a low profile in doing so, because I don't want to stand out too much. But I think you know, I think finding him specifically, because if he's, I imagine he's going to be one of the people really, uh, really like one of the big, the big people at this town meeting. Right, he's a big name in town, so I think he's going to so like, I want to clear it with i'd like to clear it with him as my boss and as a 
big name in the town before we do anything. So I think mm -hmm. maybe discreetly poking around just a little bit. Okay. I think that uh, this is probably going to be... I think this will be a, actually a focused and intellectual okay. action because uh, I've got an idea in mind of what might come. But let's uh, let's see what happens with that. With that, okay. so uh, four dice for focus. Sure. Um, yeah, four dice for that. The difficulty for dealing with this guy is still a six because the anger in town has not overwhelmed us. Sure. Oh, by the way, uh, I should have mentioned this before. Since uh, things went well with Hannah, the temporary anger ticks down by one, okay. so there's less. Less now, uh, chance of disaster. Uh, the rules question I had is, is that the result of a, of a win in town? Is that the anger goes down? Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure that I wasn't, I wanted to make sure that, that, that so I'm aiming for wins in town, in, out of war and aiming for passes in battle. Yep. yep. Cool. Yeah, if, if you want to control the mood that way. Right, that makes um, sense. The good news is that failures in town don't actually increase those numbers. Got it. Okay. Yeah, those numbers go up out of battle and they, you know, they, they, uh, they go down at you know, at home. Got it, got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think so. You said focused and intellectual. So that's mm -hmm. going to be four dice. Yes. Plus, oh, plus two because I got that upgrade. Uh, the upgrade isn't on right now. Oh, you're that's not, right. That's your, right. You're not in weapon form. That's you're, right. You're fully human again. So uh, all that's gone away. It's all been, you know, sublimated into the, into the system. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So four dice plus one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a six because six. I rolled two fives. Two fives. Good, good, good. And then, yeah, and then plus one of that gives you the seven, which is good. That gets what you need. That's a yep. win. Um, Hannah isn't in this. Does it? Does no. it? Does this say anything about your drive? Your home? Um, not really. Um, uh, yeah, I guess not. Okay. Not really. So, so we'll, yeah, we'll let that pass. It's, yeah. a, it's a win, but but no joy from it. Yeah, um, we'll see what comes. I might I, I might be interested in trying to build a relationship with Gene and turn him into a Bond character. That's but... true. That's true. You couldn't make him a Bond character. Yeah. So All right. we'll see where this goes. So, um. Yeah, you've been, you know, sort of looking around, looking for, for Jean. Um, and uh, uh, so one day, uh, as you are, you know, moving some boxes around and, you know, and, and sorting things out in the uh, in the uh, the warehouse, you notice there's an awful lot of invoices coming mm -hmm. in, an awful lot of stuff needs to be moved and, and taken out and all that kind of thing. I mean, it must be part of the war effort. Everybody's trying right. to, like, you know, sure. get supplies here and supplies there and all that kind of thing. Uh, but you, um, you see uh, uh, one come uh, across in front of you. Where, you know, it's, uh, been put in by, uh, Gene, mm -hmm. you know, to be delivered to this, you know, uh, uh, you know, to, to this, this loading dock. But the, the signature on it, Nilla's signature looks shaky. Okay. You know, and, and you, you're just glancing down the list of, of other, uh, you know, orders, work orders, etc. You can see that this, this signature is an approximation of Nilla's. Like, if you just hmm. glanced at it, you'd see it. But this does not look like it was written in her hand. Hmm. That's a, that's a, that's not good. And, in fact, with that little question mark over your head, you, you know, go through the, um, the little ledger. Uh, sure. You know, a collection of other orders and stuff. And it seems that there are a lot of them going to Jean that, you know, the sign-off there, uh, Nilla's hand looks a little shaky. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, the easiest way, of course, to deal with that is just to bring him this box and figure right. out what's going on. You know, like normally you hand it off to someone else, but maybe if you take this one down there yourself, yeah, you'll, you'll get, that's the, get the whole story. I think that's just what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. That seems like the right thing to do here. Okay, yeah. So it's at the, at the loading dock, loading dock three. Um, and, you know, uh, Gene is there along with a couple of the, uh, other boys, you know, working the, uh, working the, uh, uh the stock. Um, and yeah, you know, you bring him down this this uh, this box of you know bottles of wine, um, you know from the from the special reserve. Uh, 
Yeah, and he seems kind of startled to see you uh, at first, and he was like, oh, I, I figured uh, Francois would be uh, be doing the deliveries. I, I didn't want to put you out, Klaus. Oh, no, not putting me out at all. Figured, uh, you know, everybody's pitching in a little extra. We're a little shorthanded. I figured this was the, you know, if I if I can help out, I'd like to. So I figured I'd drop this off. Sure, well, that's that's great. Um, Yeah, uh, you can just, just leave that there, and... uh. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, 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 catch up with, with you later. He looks a little flustered, and a couple of the, the boys look at him like, well, what's what's going on here?" <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think uh, what I'm going to try to do is subtly, but not too directly, be like, just be like, uh, "So, um, Sonilla hasn't. What do I want? How exactly do I want to say to not cause a scene? Maybe just be like, so." Uh, so we're getting a lot of a lot of these uh, a lot of these late shipments or a lot of these like urgent shipments coming in. I mm-hmm. I feel like uh, this business must be really must be really popping, huh? So yeah, if you want to try and 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 make this go down smooth, mm-hmm. that would actually be a, a charming convince okay. action, and that'll right. that'll that'll let you make make things go down smooth. Sort of get into his confidence without yeah. without anybody flipping out. Exactly what so I'm that, trying to do. Yeah, that, that, let's let's do that then. Let's, let's okay. make an action of it. So that's a uh, convince. So that's the three dice there. Yep. Now. I'm going to add a buff to this, however, because now he is suspicious. Sure, sure, he sure, is sure, suspicious. sure. So that that might knock your charming down to a single die. So what I might do then is try to take an action to debuff that suspicion, mm-hmm. and perhaps have it be that I, um, that I I I got it. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. Sure. I'm going to um just maybe produce like the checklist of signed off purchases. Mm-hmm. Of signed off shipments. Gotcha. To make it seem less like I am interrogating and more like I'm just reading things off to sort of like mm-hmm. get the sense of like, well, this was signed off at this time, this was signed off at this time, and just like checking in with them, be like, you approve yep. this at this time, great, check that off the list, just run through the list. You understand how this? You understand how these like? Uh, I think that's actually focused intellectual because once again, okay. you're, you're you're bringing out the data. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're bringing out the hard data. It's time to like uh, make make your case. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's uh, let's see what what comes of that. That is a three, four, four. Okay, good. Four uh, plus, plus one, one five. five. And um, I'm gonna spend a point of joy for that. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm six. That. That'll get that'll get you, that'll get you that. Um, Sure. That extra that extra dice for this charming roll is going to be important. So yeah. I want to make sure to take that buff off. Yeah, yeah. So the numbers do not lie. Uh, yeah, he, he uh, you know, he hears you rattle off the numbers. Uh, some of the boys get bored, but mm-hmm. uh, he's, he he gets a little more, um, well, not uptight. Sure, but but he he's listening. He's attentive. You know, he he's he's curious now rather than being suspicious. He seems he seems more curious. Like, where's this going? Bored is good, and and bored is good also. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I, I want to. Get their get their attention away from things. Gotcha. So now I'm gonna try to like steer the conversation almost in a small talk way of like, yeah, weird, weird that all these late turn like all these late all these urgent purchases keep coming in. Must be yeah. part of the war effort. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like me nudge him a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give so him that charming dice. Yeah. And uh, that's a two fours, and that's a five. five. That's an eight. An eight. Oh, my convince. Yeah. He um. You know, he hears you out, listens to you, sort of, think, oh, yeah, there's this strange stuff going on here. And after uh, hearing your explanation, um, he says, you know, uh, I could use a, a drink. Just uh, come this way with me. Sure. And uh, he steps into, into a little alcove, um, you know, uh, uh, gets a, a pitcher of water out and pours, uh, pours himself a glass, pours you a glass, and hands it over to you and says, 
Not the drink I had in mind, but go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, we're uh, we're still working. True, that's <laughs> true. Look, um, Klaus, you're a military man. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what's what's coming. I, I do. There's going to be shortages. There's yes. going to be rationing. There's going to be all kinds of all kinds of people trying to like work some sort of black market and 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 all that stuff that happens as soon as these these things are going to become restricted. I mean, we're already you know getting orders for for more and more stuff that we've got to ship out to the front lines of the soldiers. And right. All that. Of course. I'm going to have you know. My 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 uh, sister's pregnant. There's going to be another baby around next month. You know, um, uh, uh, my youngest probably going to need uh, probably going to need a, a, a procedure done because of her lungs. She has breathing problems. Um, I I think. You get where I'm going. I, I do. I mean, this is I not going to be, I'm not, this is not, this is not hoarding. I'm not I, like going to be one of those people, but I've got to make sure that there's some stability for I my understand. family, you know? So I'm not going to insist that you look the other way for nothing, you know? But if you're, if you can be kind enough to not bring this up to Nilla, then perhaps we can help each other a little bit. Gene, what I, 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 I understand what you're saying, and I understand very much the difficulty that uh, a war puts on the family and puts on loved ones, and so I'm not going to talk to Nilla, but I have a request for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't ask for any sort of, any sort of, I don't ask for you to take care of me in the way that you're, that you're describing taking care of me, if you catch my drift. Okay. What I ask for you, of you is this. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this town that, have a little bit that have a little bit extra and you might be motivated to take a little bit extra. Mm. What I'd ask of you is when people who don't have extra come, when the people who don't have that don't whose purses aren't as fat come, don't take advantage of them. That is what I ask of you because they're good this town is full of good people. They've been very good to me in the time that I've been here. And I am happy to sign off on these packages and say that, you know, Nilla was a little shaky that day because Nilla was a little shaky that day because we're at war. Mm-hmm. But all I ask is that you treat the good people of this town, the ones that aren't the higher-ups of the corporation or the, the businesses, the ones that aren't the town council members, actually you treat them fairly. Can you do that for me, Gene? He, uh, he, he seems kind of like, you know, surprised as, as this, the conversation moves in this direction. Like, he was either expecting to be immediately on board or immediately, you know, screaming at him. So he, you know, he takes a long drink uh, from his glass of water, puts it down, you know, sort of like, uh, scratches his head and looks at you and says, um, wow, Klaus, uh, yeah, you're all right. I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. I'll, I'll make sure that, that if, if people need stuff, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold back. That is all I ask. I'm giving it to them. That is all I ask. This town has been good to me, and I just ask that you be good to the town. Okay. Yeah. All no, right. You're, you're all right. You're you're not bad. You're not bad either, Gene. <laughs> so that action was good. So we're gonna reduce the anger in town by one. If you right. want to form a bond with I Gene, you love can to add him to your list of bonds. Gene. Wassler. Mm-hmm. 
one. And now, you know, whenever you're in a scene with him, you know, sure. no, matter, no matter what happens, you uh, have the, the opportunity to gain that, uh, that, great. That, point of, uh, that point of joy. Great, great, great. So we are standing here at 15, 19, 19 out of the 25 on the, on the wall. Okay. So we can have that. Uh, I that think let's picnic. have that picnic. I think mm-hmm. that'll be the, that'll be where we close. I think is is okay. we'll, we'll wrap up that picnic, and just like last time when when I get the call, mm-hmm. we'll wrap up. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, the picnic itself goes really well. I mean, you've already done a lot to temper sort right. of the, the nervous energy around town, and people are a lot more comfortable with with how things are going. You know, things are going well. Things are going really well. Right. Um, and then when the um, you know when the uh, the mayor. Uh, steps out, and the other, you know, town officials come out and they begin, uh, you know, making their speeches and so on and talking about stuff. The Morovian flags are hung high, you know, around them, and uh, they've actually got the school band out there to play, sure. you know, play some nice stirring little anthems uh, as they, you know, um, they uh, project a couple speeches up on the big screens as the the sun starts to go down in order in order to make sure everybody's get properly sure. properly patriotic, you know, absolutely. Morovia will and en- will endure, and we shall, you know. Uh, Earn victory, uh, you know, in uh, in honor there is glory, and in glory there is victory, and 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 so on. Uh, are the the mottos being passed sure, around? Sure, sure. Um, and then people open up the uh, you know the the floor for some questions and discussions and so on. Um, and there's uh, a uh, a gentleman named Dumont who's um, he's up there. He's a veteran, but he's right. um, you know got a good couple of decades on you. Okay, actually, you know, uh, yeah. Walks with a heavy cane, um, in a long white beard, uh, really, um, gets that sort of, you know, grandfather look about him. Like, he, you know, he, he's retired, of course. Sure. You see him, you see him puttering around town here and there, feeding the pigeons, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, telling people, you know, like about, about the glory days, this, that, the other thing, you know, very, mm-hmm. very much in, in tune with being, you know, the old man in town. But he, uh, steps up and, um, with sort of this, you know, um, Kind of a, a thin, reedy voice addressed everybody and said, well, what, what is being done to establish more of a, a patriotic coalition in town? I, I think that more could be done. I mean, we, we've seen these things that, you know, the, the nation is asking of us. We, you know, we've already begun, you know, donating what we can to the front sure. lines and all that. Couldn't more be done in town? I mean, perhaps, uh, um, more of a, 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 a local patriotic effort. And that's sort of people are sort of muttering about that, like what, what is what do you know? Where's this going? What's what's that mean? And that sort of thing. I, I'd like to form a, I'd like to form a group, a, a, an organization, perhaps, of people who are are uh, willing to take on extra duties. I, I think there's more that we can be doing as a community. Um, you know, and he sort of looks around the crowd, and it's known that you're a veteran. Sure. So immediately, absolutely. immediately he, he pings to you, Klaus. Klaus, don't you think that would be a a valuable uh, endeavor? A good way to to spend some of our, our time and energies in, 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 in looking for new ways that we can help. I think it sounds I think it sounds wonderful to keep active, and I think that if we can do so in service of Morovia, it's wonderful. I, I am curious as to what activities you had in mind, and, what, and if you had any specific suggestions, but in general, I think that, yeah, I think the more we can do as a town to... You know, help out while while helping one another mm-hmm. is, I think, would be more than encouraged. I just, I think the specifics. If you have specifics in mind, I'd love to hear them. Oh, certainly, yes. Well, the mayor seems to get on board with that, and she um, announces to everyone, "Yeah, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll form a quick, uh, uh, they'll take a quick vote, and they'll, you know, they'll meet with you and with um, 
with uh, Dumont and, you know, a few other people who've been picked out of the crowd to help out. Um, um, Hannah, you know, it looks like Hannah might be interested. She's like, oh, I don't want to get involved in any of this politics sort of thing, you know. And so she, once she hears about how it's mm. mostly about, oh, let's yeah. have some meetings, let's discuss some things. <laughs> so it's sort of, sort of the blessings of the town. Sure. Uh, they're going to put together this, uh, what uh, Dumont keeps referring to as a sort of a, a, a patriotic organization in town uh, to, uh, to uh, further the Morovian war effort. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's uh, going to be rolling along for a couple of days before it yeah. pops up again. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, I'm going. I think what I'm going to do then is maybe sit down with Dumont. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe as as veteran to veteran, sit down with him, see what he has in mind, because mm-hmm. I feel like this could go real good or real bad real quick, and I really <laughs> want to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe sit down with him, try to. Um, uh, I guess empathize or convince him to, I guess, open up and tell me what he's got in mind. Well, he's he's got a, he's got a few things uh, in mind. I mean, you meet him at the cafe. Yeah, um, right. You know, he, you know, every morning he he makes his way down from his from his apartment uh, down to the cafe for you know, uh, uh, you know, a cup of really strong, really dark coffee. And, right. you know, and uh, I offer to buy it this time, as a matter of course. You know, sure, sure. I, thank you for meeting me. Oh, certainly. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, so you want to try and figure out what, what, what angle he's working on. Yeah, right. right. I want to know what he's getting at. You can try being uh, uh, convincing if the idea is just to get that info. Yeah, if the idea is let's be I'm, pals. I think that's what I'm going to do is okay. just try to convince him to open up to me from one veteran to another. What do you what do you have in mm-hmm. mind? What do you what, Where do you see this coalition going? The difficulty is a little higher for this. He's okay. a little more guarded. Your difficulty is uh, an eight on All this right. one. But uh, you can probably do that. Let's see what, let's see what happens. Five, two, five, five, six. That's a nine. Six. You keep getting these doubles. That's exactly what you want. Yeah. I tell you, you know, because yeah. when you get the doubles, you get to roll the lower die, uh, and uh, and still, you know, still get, right. still get the result. Yeah. You. Um. All right. Well, he he wheedles back and forth for a while uh, until uh, you know uh, um, until he's you know uh, on his second cup of coffee and is you know halfway through his roll, um, and uh, you know talks about like different things. What, what what I think we really need is some sort of a sort of a citizen's enforcement, really, of the things mm. that are there coming out. I mean, the, the the police are going to have their hands full. We already know that the soldiers and troops are busy. I mean, the, the best of the police are already shipping out, you know, in order to join uh, the soldiers in the front lines and to help with uh, with border guard and that sort of thing. I, I think that ordinary civilians need to be able to stand up and, and, and take on some of those duties. You know, we need to be willing uh, and able to, to fill in, to, to act to uh, protect our community, the, the laws and the, the government's uh, regulations. Uh, they, they have to be respected, especially during this wartime when that kind of disturbance at home could lead to disaster on the front. Um, so I, I think this, this citizens, uh, patriots, uh, patriotic committee really should work toward that end of, of uh, finding ways in which we can safely uh, police ourselves. That's um interesting. That's an interesting, uh, I, I, a commendable approach, a commendable goal. Certainly one that I think I agree with you. I think the city could use that. I would, I would be interested. What I would, what I, what I would propose to, what I propose to Demont is I would be, I would, I would love to take on. I'd love to see this form, and I'd love to take on uh, as a veteran, mm-hmm. as a, mm-hmm. as a veteran that. With all due respect, uh, a more recent veteran, someone that is staying home for the war, but 
still able to do a few things here and there. I'd love to take on perhaps an oversight role. Mm-hmm. Make sure that make sure that everything that our committee does goes on the up and up. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to form. I don't want. I I don't want, and I know that you do not want this to turn into a mob. Oh no! And so Goodness. I think that, that's exactly the opposite of what we're hoping for. Yes. Yeah, so I think I would love to. Oversee things. Uh, you and I both have an understanding of military doctrine and how to keep soldiers in line and keep them acting ethically. Mm-hmm. So I would be happy to take on that role. Well, I think we, we've got an agreement then. Well, um, we're going to be drawing up some, some paperwork to present to the mayor, and uh, I'll, I'll uh, give it to you to sign off on, and we'll, we'll make sure that this becomes an official thing. Fabulous. Oh, very good. Fabulous. Good, good to know you, Klaus. He's you here. as well, Dumont. Finishes the last of his coffee and, and gets up and, and makes his way back out. He's going to go walk down to the park for the, uh, you know, the, to uh, sure. uh, uh, see what, what's what out there. So you've got a point left um, on the war clock. You could take on some other action of yours in town. Um, I think I'm going to spend that last point training. Okay. Now, remember, the, the point doesn't necessarily mean that you can only do one Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, right. Yeah, you, you can, you can do action. anything. Like, you can go over on the war clock, and it doesn't doesn't hurt you until it's already run out. Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, but if you do want to spend that point in, I think in I'm gonna training take, I think I'm going to take a training action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, because we can train skills, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I'm going to take. I'm going to train my empathize and spend more time <laughs> walking around, chatting with people. You know, because if I'm going to be in this role, I'm going to need to be. I'm going to need to be really one of the people. Well, it's good because yeah, you've been exercising that a lot. We've already seen yeah, that. So right. now, yeah, now you make sort of the concerted effort to do that. Right. right. So spending the one action actually, since it's yeah, right. at a zero, it goes up to one right away. We don't right. need to worry yeah. about. Uh, yeah, we can just raise that right up to one right away, and yeah, that one will bring the war clock. It doesn't matter. Like you, you normally you'd roll the die, but it doesn't matter. It's going to be at least one, and that'll fill the war clock and sure. uh, the point where. Uh, where more, more, more military bad stuff's gonna happen. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you've spent a lot more time listening and talking to people and all that. Um, and, uh, it's actually as you are, uh, on your way back to, um, Dumont's to look over some of these papers that he's been, you know, been drawing up to present to the mayor, uh, that you are stopped in the street by, uh, Boza again and, uh, and his, you know, usual compliment. Although, they're, they're they're a little more military obvious now. I mean, mm-hmm. the first few times he'd, you've seen him, he'd, he'd try to keep things kind of quiet. Right. Now he doesn't seem to mind that he's sort of walking around out in the open, you know, in, right. in a full dress uniform and flanked by by guys with you know guys with with guns on their hips and all right. that. You know, I mean, it's a lot more common to see soldiers yeah. out and about now. And uh, I think I greet him a little more warmly. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that uh, after everything that's happened this time, I think I greet mm-hmm. him with a little bit more uh, responsibility, mm-hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more like Commander Boza. It's good to see you. <sighs> Good to see you as well, Klaus. You uh, you seem to be doing some great things around here. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you know, the more good you can do for uh for your country at home, the more uh good you can do out there. Um, the war isn't just fought on the battlefield. You should have another point of joy, right, by the way, from should. that uh, from that scene. Yes, yeah, so, so let's make sure you have that there. Yes, good, good, good. good. Okay. Well, speaking of the battlefield, however, it seems that we're going to need uh, your assistance once more. There's um been an in- another incursion in the mountains. This one much more severe than the previous one. The, um, well, I can fill you in the details while we, while we ship you out that way. Understood. Let's ride. Mm-hmm. Now he loads into the car, mm-hmm. and we drive off. Heading towards the scrapyard and uh, the next battle. Yep. To be continued. To be continued. Oh, I love this game. I really love this game. <laughs> I'm so into this. This is so cool. 
I, I like it. I like it a lot. How, how now we're, we're really getting the, the yeah because it kind of it's demonstrating that that um that core loop yeah of, and you know of the, the battle into the into the home front and the battle into the home front like you know and so seeing see how together. they feed together really mm-hmm. it's really cool it's really cool I really like it. In all honesty, you're having a really easy ride. I need to I need to step things up. I'm worried, I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be like oh yes you know the war ha ha that was fun. <laughs> I mean it's going to get. Roughly. Oh, that's for just, sure. For that's sure. just in the cards, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting how we've gone through these two sessions. Yeah, you've done very well with your die rolls. I, I have say. done very well. I've been I've been feeling I'm feeling good about the die. Klaus is leading a charmed life. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to last though. Well, probably not. <laughs> Russell, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Sure, thank you for uh, for having me back, and uh, yeah, maybe we can uh, do it again. Soon. I would love to. Um, so, and once again, where can people find your stuff online? Uh, robotclaw.info. Uh, that's my website. They'll find stuff about. Uh, my old game, Tears of a Machine, new stuff that's coming around, and uh, yeah, and links to my social media presence cool, cool, cool. there as well. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, Fast Me, and thanks again to Russell for coming on to the show. I love this game. This is so cool. I'm Project Wingspan does so many things that I'm such a big fan of, and I cannot wait to play more of it on the show. Be sure to check out robotclaw.info for more information about Russell's games, as well as announcements about when Project Wingspan will be available to public. And be sure to follow Russell on Google+, and on Twitter, at RobotClaw. You can also follow this show on Twitter, at Party of One Pod. Like us on Facebook, at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. And if you deeply want to support the show, consider backing us on Patreon. Your Patreon dollars pay for hosting fees, help us procure new equipment, and in short, help the show happen. And I deeply appreciate them, more than you know. That can be found at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. If you want to hear more from me, check out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast where Aaron Catano and I take your character prompts and turn them into beautiful, living RPG characters. That can be found at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran featuring the D&D Sluggers. That's it for me. Until next time, thanks for listening, and party on! Never gonna die.